to the Ars Technicast, where we bring you the latest in the world of computing, technology, science, and everything else in between. During each episode, a group of Ars staffers will dig deep into some of the issues we've covered on the site. We'll also talk about some of the other stuff we're doing when we're not circling the Ars orbiting headquarters. I am your host, Senior Apple Editor Jackie Cheng, and on today's show we have Social Editor Cesar Torres. Howdy. Ars Contributor Casey Johnston. Hello. And Microsoft Editor Peter Bright. Hello. So uh, this week we are talking about how the internet changed our meat space in, in, I guess, in the idea that the internet has changed how we interact with people, but not just people, you know, on the other side of the world, but even people in our everyday lives. Um, so I was just wondering if you guys have any, uh, any opinions right away from like, you know, in terms of how the internet has changed how you interact with people. Well, I, I want to mention one that happens so frequent, frequently to me now that it must be described. And I think maybe some of the listeners can, can probably relate. <clears throat> when I go out with most of my friends now, I'm going to put them in the category of most, there is a time and a place at a dinner or on the train or on the car <clears throat> where you have space that's devoted to updating Twitter and checking messages. And this is strange to me that, you know, now this is part of the actual physical interaction. You let a person kind of do some of that um, and then resume your conversation. Does this happen oh, yeah. to anyone else? Yeah. It's like, it's like the understanding that once the first person kind of whips out their iPhone or, or whatever, then everyone can kind of do it for like five minutes. Everyone can pull out their phones and check Twitter and, and whatever. Um, it is kind of weird, but that's how things are now. The reason I said most is that there are some other friends, and some of these I think are maybe friends from many years ago before the explosion of the internet, where they're, they're not used to that. So that they're either they raise an eyebrow because they think it's rude, or they find it extremely strange that I would do that. So <clears throat> there's a you know two separate buckets of, of friends, um, but most of my friends nowadays that's what we do. There is just time when you whip out the phone. I um I was saying this to you earlier, but I think the thing for me that is has changed over the years is that. Um, it's not so much that I can relate more to people across the universe um, on the internet, but even for my own actual personal relationships, you know, people that I'm friends with in real life, people that I hang out with, even my parents, like my mother, um, if I can't have some kind of online relationship with them, it's hard for me to develop a relationship. Um, you know, for example, if I'm going to become really close friends with someone, we basically have to be able to talk on the internet. Um, if we can't talk on the internet, even if I see them in person every so often, it's it's harder to become sort of close friends. You know, that kind of everyday conversation um, has changed from just kind of seeing each other to real or uh, to the internet, basically. Is, is that because? And I find that sorry. Is, is, no, is go that ahead. because you no longer expect? Um, like I, I maybe, maybe we're all too young, but like the the sort of the traditional thing was like um, you'd go to school all day and then you'd pick up the phone and gossip with your school friends on the phone all evening. Is it because you don't use the phone to do that now? So if they are not online, then essentially they, they don't exist in that, in that way. You, you won't fall back to the, 
awful legacy telephonic <laughs> technology it's just you'll say you don't exist at all so you're you're not yeah. part of my life in that way I think you're right. Um, that is true. You know, back in the day, especially when I was a kid and a teenager, you know, you're right. I used to go to school and then go home and be on the phone for hours. And um, it's kind of the same thing now, except for the Internet. Mm. You know, if if people are not online, at least for me to chat with for a little bit, then I feel like there's, you know, we just don't have that personal connection. It, so it's the same thing with my, even like I said, with like my parents, with my mother, uh, she more and more uses like instant messenger and iMessage. And so I can talk to her more. And actually I think that that has allowed me to have a little bit better relationship with her than I used to because she's online and uh, people who are not online, I just can't relate to. That well, that's just that if you did have to use the phone now to gossip with someone, you'd think, wow, this is this is really weird. And this is actually really kind of disruptive in a, in a way that just periodically being able to glance over at your phone and see if you've got a new message isn't. It's like you'd actually have to sit there and stand all awkward with your, he- with your um, ear pressed against your shoulder to hold the phone in place. And and yeah, who's exactly. who's going to do that these days? Why why would you want to do that? That's just it's 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 not how things are done. Well, there's this voyeuristic element too that you know you you see nowadays that and it didn't exist in the same way before. What people are doing on Facebook or Twitter is so visible. You know, it's happening out there, and then you can kind of get together with your friends and be like, did you see what this person did? And in the old days with, with the phone, I mean, there was a lot of gossip that way, but there wasn't a place to verify (laughs) what the person did. And often when we have conversations about that, you can actually go look it up yourself and be like, I cannot believe they posted that photo. (laughs) Yes. You know, and that's, I think that's a huge difference. The actual like proof is in the pudding. (laughs) I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel the same way, Cesar? I mean, do you feel like you can only relate to people if they chat with you regularly? You know, whether it's internet or not. I mean, I don't know if it's just me. I don't. But. I don't think my point of view is quite at that end of the spectrum. I think I, I'm more of the centrist when it comes to that. But I will admit, I don't relate that well to people when they say that it's. It must be so strange to have conversations online, like. I just don't think it's strange at all. And when they're so puzzled by it, usually it starts annoying me and grating on me because I I keep thinking to myself, have you actually tried this out? And often the answer is no. They've just been, they've made an opinion about conversations online without actually trying it out. And so um, that happens often. But, you know, I also don't try to like push people to to sign up for services or whatever. it's just the people I talk to the most lately. I mean, it's for sure. We have, there's a strong online component. Even iMessage. At night, when I'm not actually checking Facebook and all of that stuff as much, I, I still expect a couple of conversations to happen with text messaging. And it's true. I usually get a funny gif from Jackie or whoever. <laughs> Pizza gifts. I know. See, I, need, I, mean, I need to send a funny gif today still. <laughs> Sorry, See, I'm ahead. an even more extreme version of Jackie, I think, because I like I never did the the after school phone gossip thing. Like even let's say I don't. I maybe maybe I've just maybe I'm just oh, 
guys, I'm too young. I, um, <laughs> I've had, I am, uh, or aim for too long in my life. And there's always, <laughs> there's always been like, I don't know. That's always, that's always been my medium. Like I've never, it's, it's always weird when like a, a friend will call me just to like, just to chat. Like, it'll just be a weird conversation, but, um, there's so many people that I'm like close to who I talk to online. Um, and like, that's like 90% of our interactions are in I am. So it's, I don't know. It's, I, I, I agree, but I agree even more if that makes sense. Like I'm just never, I just always hated the phone. I would never be a phone person. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, nowadays I'm just like that. I mean, if people call me, I, this comes off as very antisocial, I know, but when people call me, even if it's someone that I know and that I'm close friends with, I most of the time actually do not answer the phone unless I, for some reason, have a reason to believe it's like an emergency or something that I might answer. I, I hate the phone. The mobile phones are a bit better, actually, but the thing about when I grew up, you weren't calling the mobile phone, you were calling someone's house phone. And goddamn anyone could be picking that up. And you know, I, I'm one of these people who has to prepare their phone conversations before making the call, or at least like the the early introductory bits. So if I get through to someone and it's like it wasn't the person I was expecting, it's someone else who happens to live in the same building, I'm like, whoa, what's going on? I just crashed. But it, it's the same if you get through to the um, answering machine or voicemail. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa! I wasn't prepared for this. This doesn't this doesn't fit my script that I planned out. So using the phone is awful. The mobile phone is better because at least you're pretty confident you're going to get through to the person whose phone it is. See, but but it's still I awful. Would, I would say, I would say that it was easier to, um, sort of like like calling people on the phone made more sense when we all had home phones, like only home phones, because you knew when you're calling somebody at home, you know where they are, that they're pretty much not they're not too busy if they're answering the phone. Whereas like when you're calling somebody on a cell phone, they could be doing literally anything. So it's easier to just text them because you don't know. Like a call, a call is such a like concentrated thing in time. Whereas a text is like, you know, more extensible or something. Well, that's true. The, the, the texting is asynchronous and the phone is like, ring, 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 ring. Answer me now. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That was the worst impression of a phone. (laughs) Ring, 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 ring. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. That's the thing, though. I uh, seriously, Casey. I mean, I almost, I almost wish that you could know what it was like. Like back in the day, old, olden days, you used to go home and then, like, from school, and then piss your parents off by being on the phone all night, so no other phone calls could even come in. Like, and call waiting back then. This is not even that long ago. Back then, call waiting even was like a luxury feature. People, you know, people would be like, "Oh, I'm paying extra for call waiting." If you had it at all. <laughs> yeah, if you have it at all. So the thing is, you could be occupying the phone for like four hours, and your parents would hate you all night because you would be occupying the line. I'm um, of that generation. I did that. I know. And then it, it's not like it got any better when the internet first became popular because you were still occupying <laughs> yes. the line. You were just online instead and of talking. And it was talking. even worse because then someone, instead of picking up the phone and just hearing voices, they'd be picking up the <laughs> phone and be hearing... <laughs> Other, <laughs> 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 
awful. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I think I I understand. I mean, I totally agree with you, what you're saying. It's just that it's almost so crazy how fast that it all happened. You know, this this shift, I think, in our cultural, the way that we deal with this kind of thing happened in, you know, like 10 years, I, I would say, or less. So- I'd like to bring up a topic here. It's all related to this this new way of interacting that um, is socially significant. And I want to preface this by saying I am not going to generalize about all gay men, but it's going to sound like I will. <laughs> so forgive me if it sounds that way. But previous to the Internet, the reason the gay bar existed was because you could go and meet people to make out with, etc. And so... Very easily, you can imagine that if you were with a friend and you're talking to them and you see someone out of the corner of your eye, you're going to start sort of letting your eyes drift that way. And then your friend would be able to tell like, okay, this person's clearly not paying 100% attention to me. That used to happen before the internet. Now, what I've noticed is gay men in bars, you know, that they're, they're doing the same thing. But now the phone is this extra thing they're looking at because they're using services like Grindr or uh, Woof is the other one, I think, where they can see potential mates <laughs> in the vicinity. And it's really interesting to me that um, that's going on. But I think the, the etiquette piece where it was okay to kind of let your eye drift away from a conversation because everybody was there to meet people. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I don't know if this happens in other places, but um, for the gays, you know, that's that's kind of what we do. I would say that, I mean, it probably definitely to a lesser degree, but I think that it does affect um, like bar culture and club culture a little bit in terms of like for straight people and people in general. Um I think fewer people probably go to the bars to like hang out and meet people. Um, nowadays, you know, online dating is so popular. It's almost too popular. It's popular to the point where people almost rely on it as like the main source of meeting people, which, um, you know, I'm sure as everyone knows, it can have hits and misses. You never really know how that's going to turn out. Um, yeah, but it's so it's so like I don't know, it's so easy to screen, I guess. I'm like I can't imagine like I I use um I probably shouldn't say even what service I use cuz that'll that'll just open things up, but um <laughs> I've I've used online dating services and it's like I don't know, it's just so much. It's like I can't imagine trying to like either either being set up on blind dates by friends or like just meeting someone randomly and being like, oh, let's go on a date without like knowing all of the possible stats you can set on a, on like a, an online dating search. Like, I don't know, maybe I'm just really particular, but um, I just really like that, that level of control. So that, that tells you just a lot about me. The dating thing is kind of interesting because there are, it's, it's not just the, the big name sites. It's not just match.com and eHarmony and, Okay, Cupid and the others. It's all the all the specialist sites, so people can really filter out what they don't want and what they're not interested in, and be very very targeted in in who they're dating and or who they're sort of browsing for prospective dates. So, and 
Yeah, I guess in, in, in the olden days, you couldn't do that. You would have to slam it at a, at a bar and just hope that the people weren't too big a creep. There were also the personals in the newspapers or the oh, yes, true, yes. That was that was really big. But in an See, actual physical situation, yeah, that we didn't have this device before where you could basically ignore people for a little while. I mean, has anyone ever done this? You're at a bar by yourself and you're like, oh, I feel awkward, so I'm just going to pretend like I'm checking lots of messages from somebody <laughs> <laughs> while I wait for a friend oh or whatever. I've done All that. All the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, yeah. I, I like hate getting to somewhere the first of, of all my friends. And Melissa, my wife, will will laugh at that because she says I'm always late and I'm always slow, always being slow at getting dressed and getting changed and getting showered and everything. But I hate being first because what, what do you do? You just have to stand there looking like an idiot. At least now you have your smartphone so you can stand there pretending to check Twitter. Which is which is such. Yeah, what did people? You know, what did, what did people do it, before they had smartphones to look at? I, 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 there's, there is a part of me that says they did something really just awful and terrifying, like actually talk to other people who were there. But no. that's too horrific to even contemplate, frankly. So I didn't. I would never. No, I, I would just stand and stare at my shoes. When you have online dating, like there's some things like. I feel like some things like religion are like pretty, at least for me, and I think I, I think commonly non-negotiable for people. Like, so it's it would be a waste of time to meet somebody in a bar, and like you won't have that con- or like whether you want to get married soon, or like how many kids you want to have, or if you want to have kids, like things like that. Um, you like they won't naturally come out until like you know, few dates in, and it would be weird to talk about it up front. But it's really important stuff. So when we have online dating, that's like right on the table and you can just, you know, dispense with people who are not. I mean, it's fine to it's fine to be different religions and to want or not Watkins, but those things should be, you know. Right. You know, you want to be able to rule out dog people just straight off the bat. I, I would never want to meet a dog person. I don't I don't honestly, if if I could. If it were in my power, even just socially, I would only ever meet cat people because cats are just <laughs> so much better than dogs. It's just unreal. Um, it's it's like a whole different universe of superiority. Wow. Uh, You're going to just bring in all this hate from dog I, I, owners. I don't care. Uh, the, inter- the internet is made of cats. It's just scientific fact. So, um, you know, but, but yeah, that kind of filtering is so important to do because... You know, you, you couldn't really. I, I I suspect that like nine out of ten divorces because are because one person is a cat person, one person is a dog person. Is that science? I, I I'm pretty sure. It's science. Okay. <laughs> what about me, where I'm neither? I think that's I think I think that's an extra category. <laughs> it's like it's like no pet people versus cat people versus dog people. See, there's but, but there's also. There's also the distinction of likes animals versus owns animals. Like, you can be okay with animals. Like, I think at least the the forms that I've filled out, you can say that like you like that you like animals versus you own animals. Like, maybe you want you like cats, you want a cat someday, or like you 
put up with other people's cats versus you like no animals, which means even if you go to somebody's house and they have a cat, it like freaks you out. I like those you. options. Yeah, I would be an animal like. <laughs> but you don't don't not, don't want to own. Don't aspire to owning. No, I I have bizarre thoughts about animals, including the ones that are domesticated. I just don't think they should be. Um, put inside spaces. Oh. I think most of them should be running free. It sounds like a like total hippie talk, but it is. It just, you know, <laughs> let the birds fly. <laughs> uh, online dating, though, I, I've been in a relationship for a few years now, but before that, uh, I went through a period where I had to sort of come to grips with the fact that the world had online dating and that it was uh, becoming more normalized over time. Because uh, it wasn't the, the, that the case when it first popped up and people were filling out like Yahoo dating profiles and stuff. I I used to think it was really weird and that I was never ever going to do it. And then over time, I did it. I, I tried it. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised. It it's got normal, I think, quite quickly. But I think it's Very I think quickly. it's probably because people have realized if you don't meet people at, at um high school or university college, then actually. I think your opportunities in life basically suck for meeting people because it's, it's going to be co-workers or, you know, maybe like the friends that your, your, uh, your, your college friends try to set you up with at dinner parties and things like that. It, it's all very lame. Whereas the, the online dating can put you in touch with so many more people. Well, you know, one of the things I was excited about when I started was that it provided the the incentive or, or the promise that this might the clever writing might mean that I might meet a clever person. So I used to mm. really obsess about like trying to find profiles that were really really funny and witty, and those were great. But I actually personally, I think the often the most clever ones were the people I hated the most <laughs> when I met when I met them in person. And I think I've had better <laughs> luck generally with uh, with meeting people randomly. That's how I met uh, Matt. Mm -hmm. It was just random. Uh, but I did date quite a while online, and um, it was fun. I mean, I know when people kind of get down on themselves about, like, the trial and error part, like, it, it sucks. But if you just see it as potentially interesting or hilarious or terrifying, like, each time you date somebody or you go out on a date, it's going to be kind of fun. Like, you, you don't know what's going to happen. My wife and I would never have met without the internet, um, and through much of our courtship, God, that sounds old-fashioned, doesn't it? Because, you know, I, 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 I were, it's difficult to say that we were really dating online, because you can't really date online, you can only date in, in person, um... So um, we're 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 married now. Um, we've been together. We got married in in June. Um, we've been together for, depending on how you count, about three years before that. Um, but much much of that was, you know, conversing online. Because um, obviously, I mean, traditional modes of conversation are a write out for that kind of thing. You know, you wouldn't want to be making international phone calls for hours every day. No one can afford that. Well, I can't afford that. Um, so, uh, you know, our whole ability to have a, um, 
relationship heavily depended on on the existence of the internet and you know online messaging and skype and and, and all that kind of thing um, and it it's it's different in some very obvious ways from having a relationship kind of in person you know sort of um the the time spent together i think is much more valuable because you know we we couldn't be together all the time um oh my goodness what is all this sorry the 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 mowing has got very loud outside. I, I'm surprised. So, hear it. do you feel like you? Um, I mean, I feel like just kind of observing as a third party. I feel like uh, this this kind of scenario that you are in has become a lot more common in recent years. And I think, I mean, largely because of things like video chat and and stuff like that. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, obviously, I, I certainly, sort of. I certainly know of people, other people in. in similar sort of situations and and the fact that you can have a kind of um virtual presence that's close even when you can't be physically close is is very important it's you know they 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 I don't think they yeah I I you you see from sort of a period dramas and things like that people do write letters and things so like the 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 man is off fighting in in the Crimea or something and he and he and he writes a letter to his his beloved every single day to to say all the the miserable things that are happening to him and how how much he he misses and loves her but I don't, I don't think ordinary people would ever really do that um, I certainly wouldn't because I, I I'm bad enough writing thank you letters at Christmas it's just like yeah thanks for the present bye. Um, so, you know, I, I suppose technically it could have happened in 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 the past, but I, I don't think it would have happened to me because it's way difficult. Well, you know, I wanted to add here that that the I I, I want to say I know people always talk about like oh this wouldn't be possible without the technology, but people did used to do this before, and they used to just write letters to each other across the world back and forth, and that seems very strange to me that. You would have to wait for weeks, you right? Know, or, or you know, everything uh, would happen like yeah. a, a sort of two or three week ping time, and it it it, it would be. I think it would be very different because um, there, there's no real interactivity there. It's you know, one one person could say what was going on in their lives and 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 how much they missed the other person, but there was. You know, you couldn't say, "Oh, oh, well, how was your day?" Oh, that's that's bad. Maybe you could do this. You know, oh, you know, there's no kind of uh, interaction at all when when it's that kind of thing. So it's not that it was impossible, but I, I think it was a lot more a lot more difficult and a lot more. Um, well, sorry, I should say a lot less natural. Um, well, and inconvenient. And, you you know, know, what if it would have ha- this would have happened to me. I, I would have been like, oh, I love you so much. Let me tell you how much progress I've been making in, you know, my diet. And here I, I lost 25 pounds. And sure enough, by the time those letters got there and then we made a plan to meet up, 
there would be such a delay that when we met up again, I'd be like, oh, guess what? I gained it all back. <laughs> that, that would be me. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Postal Service. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, I mean, even though I've always been an internet type person, I guess for me at least, it's always been very hard to understand the online only or I mean, or at least online predominant relationship when it comes to like, um, like your personal relationships outside of friendships. Even though I just said earlier in this same podcast that I have friendships that are almost entirely online. No, but the, um, the, 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 you know, the, it's like um, the, the importance of, of physical contact is different in different kinds of relationships. I think that this is something that a lot of people, uh, I mean, even from now moving forward, are going to deal with. Because, I mean, you know, as as we've been talking about, you know, people are more and more online and relating to people online. And I think this is something that um, maybe didn't used to exist as much in our culture uh, in terms of, like, you know, relating to people on other continents and and stuff like that and it is going to become more and more common I mean, it's already semi-common now um well I, I do want to challenge that by saying you know i think now is probably the best time as a culture to ask ourselves like what is a meaningful interaction to have online where you actually feel like you're becoming close to people because I, I will say I, there oh, i see a lot of stuff out there that is just like garbage Personally, I mean, like, I think obviously if if we IM and we sort of talk about like, here's here's what's going on with me, I need your help, that's one thing. But there's this other stuff that people count as interaction, like random photos from Facebook or like memes and all of that. And uh, I don't have the answer, but I want to do I do want to challenge that. You know, is that meaningful? Does that actually help build relationships for people or is it positive? No, I agree. Because I worry I mean, some I, of it feels like fluff to me. Like, even with my friends, like, there's stuff that feels like it's real. And then there's other things where I'm like, this is just kind of like a lot of, I don't know. No, no, I, I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think a lot of the interaction is the, the online equivalent of saying, hi, how are you doing to someone you meet in the corridor at work? But even that is more than you would have with most people. So on some level, it's still some kind of, it's still a, a personal interaction. It's just kind of uh, the level in which it is, I guess, like connecting you. And I used to really mind the brevity. You know, sometimes people just respond in half of a sentence. But I don't mind that at all. I think in real time or in, in meat space, sometimes you have interactions that are very short with people. So that that's fine by me, but um, I don't know. I, I will say I, I think a lot about what it means to be in a room with people. Mm-hmm. And to me, that does seem to be the most meaningful. Like even if you're saying th- something really worthless to a person, there's so much more information that you can take in from an actual person sitting across you know the table from you. Um, so. See, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure about meaning. I know I would much rather have a good argument with someone online than be exchanging mean, meaningless small talk with someone who's present. 
I mean, even when you observe the way a person moves, like their body language, when, especially when you have a meaningless interaction where you're just mm-hmm. sort of like, how's the weather? I do think later, if you see that person often enough in your life, eventually you'll be able to tell when they're acting shifty. Yeah, you know, you'll see that some that someone is stomping <laughs> and around like and that. is in a bad mood, yeah. and 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 and, yeah. and more, and you'll see that someone is pleased to see you, and and all that kind of thing. That's that's certainly true. That's that's certainly something that you you lose online. Well, I I definitely want to just say for for the record, I do personally value personal interactions with a human being in the room <laughs> the most, but really I the internet uh, has brought so much to my life. I wouldn't have had a zillion experiences without it, uh, especially Twitter. You know, I, I really have met a lot of people because of Twitter, because it lets me meet strangers, you know, very fun and um, sort of educated way. Cause you can actually have a conversation. So uh, I think it's the greatest Yes. The internet. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like huge, but it's uh it's significant to me. I find that um when I go to like a house party, like some like not not like a raging house party, but like some a, a friend has friends over and we're all like hanging out. 9 times out of 10, the party devolves into uh, everyone watching YouTube videos, like almost always, and I don't know why, but it's like this is just—it's like someone, someone will the conversation will turn to YouTube videos, some or someone will bring up a video they saw recently, and uh, someone will have not seen it, and someone else will be like, "Oh, you have to watch it. It's so it's so great or so funny or like so unbelievable," and then they'll put it on on somebody's computer. And then someone will be like, that's not as good as this other video. And then someone, uh, then they'll have to play that one because someone hasn't seen it. And then it just like, it's not even like that fun when this happens, but it happens so much. I don't know if it's just my friends or what, but. I'm a huge fan of it in moderation. If it becomes the whole night, sometimes then there's like a boredom that hits where people are like, what what can we come up with now? But uh, I really love it. When we hung out in New York uh, not too long ago, Casey, we did this uh, together. Yeah, see? And we were like, have you seen this one? Yeah. 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 (laughs) With with like Madonna, wasn't it? (laughs) Madonna and then like some other random (laughs) internet people. But this is our our TV, isn't it? (laughs) Mariah Carey. (laughs) <laughs> right, Carrie, that's right. With the Beeb. Yes, Justin Bieber. Her mu- her it was her Christmas video with Justin Bieber. This is not a very seasonal, but um if if any of you guys are listening, you should look up the um All I Want for Christmas is You video with Mariah Carey and Justin Bieber. It's very disturbing. Well, on that note, um this is definitely not <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely not the last of this topic, but but we're going to have to wrap it up. So thank you for everyone uh, participating, and thank you for everyone listening. We appreciate you. <laughs> um, and um, I guess we'll be back in a couple of weeks. 